What if I told you that there was enough to share, that you had enough to share? How do we create a culture of abundance? That is what we are talking about in today's episode. My name is Brad and welcome to The Daily Lead. Well, here we are everybody at the end of our week together with our podcast sponsors, GSB Fundraising. We've had Mike Ward from GSB on as our guest this week, and uh, it is our last day with our guest, Mike. It's been a really great week this week having you on the daily lead, um, and we just really appreciate GSB's willingness to fund this podcast and to uh, help us um, grow leaders and grow uh, organizations in many different ways. So thank you so much for y'all's generosity as well. And thanks for being on this week. It's been a lot of fun. I, I can hardly remember Monday anymore. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, what did we talk about? I don't know. <laughs> well, it looks like though that uh, looking back, we're kind of just like going to wrap all of this up. Um, I think you're going to put a nice big bow on everything that we've been talking about this week. Um, your title is A Culture of Abundance. Uh, what does that mean? How can we create cultures of abundance uh, within our organizations? Yeah, it, I hope it's possible, or I hope that's what I do is put a nice bow on it. <laughs> I, I do believe it's possible. It's, uh, the reason I titled my book Abundance is because I feel like I've been fighting a culture of scarcity my entire career. Yeah, yeah. And, and, what, like if you actually read the Bible, how could you possibly come out with this with a scarcity mindset? But our church tends to live there that there's just not enough and and we're just trying to survive. And um and, and I'll I'll be honest with you too, Brad. I've gotten a little pushback on the title. I've I've had people oh. say, um, you know, that's just a wealthy concept. And and I don't I don't believe abundance is a condition of wealth. I believe it's a mindset. Um, I think it's recognizing the one who provides us everything and recognizing it's not only enough, but it's enough to share. Um, yeah. So, it, I mean, actually at camp, we used to, you know, tell people, you know, eat until you're satisfied. And unfortunately, in, in the United States, you know, we we tend to be people that want to just gorge ourselves until, you know, we, we vomit or whatever. So, um what we need to recognize is that we have enough and it's a counter. This is a, this is countercultural. Like it is. They, they, we live in a culture that's all about accumulation and he who dies with the most toys wins. Um, and that's not, that's not church culture. That's not, that's not what Jesus showed. That's not the stories in the Bible, but there's plenty of stories in the Bible that where we didn't think there was enough, there was plenty, right? The man in the wilderness, uh, water into wine. All, there's all kinds of places we can go. The feeding of the 5,000 is one of my favorite places to go. Yeah. Um, and the, the disciples, I sometimes call them the finance committee, said, hey, <laughs> go away. There's not enough. And Jesus says, just tell them to sit down. <laughs> and the child, in, in John's telling of it, um, they get a lead gift from the child, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first lead gift in the Bible comes from a, from a child in John's gospel. Because when we get the first couple of loaves and fish, then what happens? Not only do we discover that there was enough, there's enough to share, and there were leftovers. Like exactly. So, so where we think there's not enough, there's actually enough for to share, and there's enough for leftovers. Um, and and I, the joy of my life 
is I get to see that over and over again. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and an outside agency just came and 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 asked our congregation to do a campaign on their behalf, uh, Lutheran Social Service Agency here in the Carolinas. And uh, they asked our council to consider a $37,000 goal based on, on who we were as a congregation. To our council's credit, they said, you know what, that's not enough. We're going to do 50,000. Mm. Did the campaign. And I don't want to quote you an exact number, but it was in the 70s, uh, what was actually raised. So um, there's a, a scarcity to all we had to do is inform, inspire, ask, and, and they've said thank you, by the way. Um, good, good, good. I have, a, I have another congregation, a, a, a young couple uh, is, is the new pastors there, and um, they've grown their budget dramatically in the two years we've been working together. And in both years, they've underestimated, I should say we uh, have underestimated the giving potential of the congregation. And I believe they're going to have another $40,000 here at the end of this year after growing their ministry this year to give to their ministry partners. Um, wow. And, 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 uh, and on a on another uh, topic, uh, Oaks Indian Mission is is the oldest client of GSB, um, and my partner Dave uh, work, did some work with them. And uh, I, I won't do the story justice, um, but essentially, uh, Dave was there doing some fundraising with a group of people, and a child was kind of watching from afar. Mm -hmm. And up to Dave at the end of his time there and handed Dave a penny and for the project. And Dave said, Oh no, don't, don't worry about it. We we're, we're taking care of it. And the child lifted up another penny and said, it's okay. I have another, um, wow. <laughs> just a, yet another story of abundance. Um, so how do we lead people there? I think it's, we, we've talked this week about the three steps. Uh, we have 10, but the three, the board and staff, being in the right seats, working effectively, mm -hmm. being trustworthy, mm -hmm. having a stewardship plan, not just begging for money, but informing, inspiring, asking, and thanking, mm -hmm. continuing to tell the story of what God is up to in our ministries over and over again, having a strategic plan so we know who we are and we know where we're going and we know how we're getting there. Um, if we build all those things in, we'll get past any of the, the roadblocks where, you know, if, if you're bored with your ministry, other people will be too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and if the budget is the only vision for ministry, you'll do good to meet it each year. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like to have a budget and then about 20% more things that we would do if they were funded to continue to show people the kingdom of God is not going to come at hand just because we meet our budget this year. The budget is the minimum of what we expect to accomplish, but we have more um, so that people continue to see. Because, you know, uh, I I think I said in an earlier episode, nobody wants to make the last gift to your organization. Right, right. But also, like, if your only vision for any revenue that exceeds your expenses is that you're going to put the money into savings and that money would never come out again, I'm not going to I'm not going to help you get to the point of surplus because. If I have a choice between your savings account and my savings account, my savings account's going to win every time. Hundred <laughs> percent, it will. <laughs> I have no plan for what to do with my money. Why would I give you any? And so we've got to keep ahead of our donors as to where we're going, um, so that so that they have something more to give to when they have that opportunity to give more. 
Um, and then I, I just believe, think we need to believe that the best days of our ministries are in front of us. Mm-hmm. I, I know mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I know there are challenges out there, but I believe that that's where God is. And if that's where God is, we've got something great in store and we just need to, to take a listen, to figure out where it is that we can help lead our part of the kingdom, uh, into, into that mission and, and vision, uh, together. And, and together, kind of all of that produces that culture of abundance. And, 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 and I think as leaders, we need to surround ourselves with some people who will call us on the scarcity mindedness. Um, exactly. When we say there's not enough, when we say we can't do that because when, when we say we're behind budget, um, we need people that will step up and say, you know what, that is not the vision of God. As I read the Bible, that is not what I see time and time again. We need to give a better example. We need to we need to figure out a better way to lead and stop leading from the, the tactics of the 70s and 80s aren't going to work anymore. Um, we need we need to be able to articulate so that everybody is on our team moving forward and growing in generosity uh, significantly according to their means. Um, not because we need the money, but because we have a vision that is so compelling that other people are going to want the opportunity to be part of that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, uh, I'm taken back to uh, my first year at Camp Luther Hill. Um, the theme was enough for all. And we were reminded that in the very beginning, forget all the other stories of the Bible. Let's just go back to the beginning. God created enough for everyone. And if there's not enough for everyone, then that's on us. <laughs> and um, and uh, to, to just be able to start from that place that there is enough, you know, instead of a place of scarcity, it does change your mindset. It flips that switch from thinking negatively and uh, negatively negatively is something yeah you know what i'm trying to say uh it's friday and and i'm I'm no longer be able to talk um but guys we've talked about this on the podcast when it comes to our mental health too thinking in terms of positivity instead of negative um and flipping that switch um it it can make all the difference uh in the world so Thank you for that reminder uh, today, Mike. Thanks for that reminder. And uh, it's just been a great week uh, with you. Again, I really appreciate you uh, being on here. I've I've learned a lot, um, not only for my church, but, you know, I also run a nonprofit uh, organization on the side, too. And um, it's it's got my gears going. So I hope everybody who's been listening has got your gears going as well. So, Mike, thanks a lot for, for joining us this week. Absolutely. It's been a joy to be part of this. Thanks for what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, everybody, this is the end of another week. So I hope you've enjoyed this week. Um, Head on down, uh, scroll on down, hit that subscribe button, leave us a review. Subscriptions and reviews just help other people find our podcast easier. Um, And uh, if you know someone who needs to hear what we've been talking about today, please take some time to share this episode with them in any way possible. Well, The Daily Lead is a podcast of the LEAD organization. LEAD is a nonprofit organization that helps leaders connect to one another in order to learn and to grow. They also help congregations connect to their communities. 
they have some amazing tools at your disposal. They can help you find your values. They have the lead journey, which is a congregational transformational process. I'm a part of it. I've, it's just an amazing uh, journey for congregations. Um, and they can help in the areas of coaching as well. So head on over to leadconnects.org. That's leadconnects.org. See all the amazing tools that they have to help you and your organization grow. And as always, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, GSB Fundraising. They've been here all week, and uh, we'd like to thank them for uh, sponsoring us. If you need help in the areas of stewardship, capital campaigns, fundraising, strategic planning, all these things that we've been talking about this week, they are your people. So head on over to gsbfundraising.com. That's gsbfundraising.com. And they'll be glad to help you out. Well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, everyone. And I will see you next week right here on The Daily Lead. Take care, everybody.